You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. Odyssey app. spring training. I'm month early for that. It's, it's kind of spring training. But let's get right to it. I know you guys got a game coming up, and you actually are going up against one of the coaches. Your opposing team is former Padres Cy Young Award winner Jake Peavy, who joins us right now on 97.3 The Fan. Jake, it is good to see you again. Welcome back to Peoria. Yeah, good morning, guys. It's great to be back in Peoria. What a complex. I hadn't been here in some time to see this complex. Um, like you said, Woody, this is spring training. It is. It's spring training yeah. for us, uh, us old guys. Now, you, this is your first fantasy camp. That's right. Which is, uh, which is. What do you think? What are your thoughts? And I, look, I, I, I didn't know what to expect. Honestly, I, I've, I fell in love with it. Just simply the camaraderie. There are so many people here, seventy plus of us, who love the game of baseball. Uh, you wonder if you're going to have anything in common or something to talk about with with complete strangers that you're meeting on a constant basis. Um, we're all in love with the baseball. Most of us are in love with the Padres um, and, and what's going on around the team. So uh, a lot of fun. We're 1-0, and too, and about to be 2-0 and after we oh, get done. Uh, oh, right? shots fired. Uh, know, yeah. uh, well, we'll, you see. know, Woods uh, and Paul have lost about, what's your? About seven eight, straight. Seven straight fantasy camp games dating back to previous fantasy camps. So. Brutal. They're itching for a victory today. Well, not going to happen here in the, in the next uh, few hours, right. if I can help it. I mean, listen, it's uh, the, the bitter taste of defeat. It tastes like I took a, an aspirin and chomped it up in my mouth and washed it down with black coffee. That's how it tastes. It's been so long. But, uh, listen, we're going to go out there and give our, our very best effort, which is all we can do. Um, but, man, it's good to see you out here. You've been working with the pitchers. Now, I know we were talking about your, your stint, and you're still with the Savannah Bananas, which I think is just a fascinating, fascinating um, 
new part of baseball. Uh, tell everybody a little bit more about the bananas and what you're doing with them. Yeah, the Savannah Bananas have st- stolen my heart. Like you said, uh, around the game of baseball, they have so many young people uh, you know, so fired up. I've never seen anything quite like this. It's a different form of baseball. We call it banana ball. But I just got to know Jesse Cole and really reached out. Um, and for the first time, they they went on the road. They came to Mobile, Alabama, my hometown. I, I called over and, and got in touch and said, man, why don't you guys take this thing on the road? And they were already looking to do that. So the first time that they took the show on the road in 2021 on the backs of COVID, uh, Mobile, Alabama showed out. I would happen to be there. I threw out the first banana is all I did in that game. <laughs> first banana. <laughs> but I can tell you this. You can't imagine how and, and it was close, close to happening in Petco Park. We almost uh, pulled it together to where we came to Petco. It just didn't quite work itself out. Hopefully we can make that happen. It will someday. Uh, yeah. it, it will. I can tell you this. It's not going anywhere. I, I look forward um, to watching it grow. If you've never been in a baseball game where the fan catches a foul ball it's an out. and it's an out, it is as electrifying of a moment as I've ever seen. Uh, it, it's um, And they're good ball players. Oh, These the, guys can play. And only getting better because of, of guys getting out of, of, of pro ball and wanting to, to stay relevant. Like I said, I, I can see things possibly in, in the future of this being uh, – leagues a league with, with different teams but who's the guy you were telling me about with the instagram uh jackson olsen the, the third baseman when you when you look at all of these guys and what the savannah bananas themselves have done social media wise and now it's it's transitioning into the players some of these guys are, are they have millions of followers more than anybody in, our, in the major league level has uh even more so than than our teams boston red sox and the, the yankees so you think some of these huge fan bases and when you see what the savannah bananas are doing is that amazing? Yeah, you're going right. Hey, yeah, we're going to come to the the. Uh, we're bringing our our son for his uh, sixth birthday. We're going to come back out to Peoria. I'll be out here way too much in the next couple of months. <laughs> but you won't be at the Peoria game, which is a bummer. Um, but it, it's just fun. It's complete fun. You want to go to the ballpark, be entertained, and have fun. You can't. I don't know if you can have any more than being with the bananas. What's your best like baseball trick? Like, you trick with the base. I mean, everyone's seen you catch the ball without looking on the mound. That great video. You didn't really do anything there, though. <laughs> right. No, that was you just, just Buster Posey having the golden touch, and <laughs> yeah. only him could have thrown it in there. Right into um, your glove. But, you know, everyone plays around with a baseball, you know, two baseballs at once. You you know, golf, you see Tiger Woods hitting it from your knees. Do you ever try any trick, anything? I, I wish I did. I, you know, I, I when I – I've pitched now a few times for the bananas, and, and they've asked me to get creative. I think you guys remember when I would go between the white lines. I don't like to be embarrassed, yeah. and I, yeah. I, I, it's business, and I don't want to um, get hit around. You know, I'm going out there on a mission. So, uh, I, I tell you what, I did. I, I pulled my gold glove off the, Which was the, awesome. the, the, yes. the trophy and just end up taking it out there <laughs> and, and saying, "Hey, look, I, I, I'm going to need this thing probably with the way they're uh, they're going to hit the ball against me." But uh, I, I wish I had some. Um, more trick plays to light it shots. on fire or something like uh, yeah I, I tell you what i'm gonna do i'm gonna watch uh, around and, and come up with a little bit of a, a stick I, i'm hoping to be a part and, and pretty sure I'm, I'm, I'm gonna play in fenway with the bananas this Unreal. year so um i don't know if you guys know i did buy a duck boat up yeah, there yeah in, i heard about that. I, remember that. I, yeah. I, I think they're um I think there needs to be some kind of entrance into the game. Or, I think the duck boat on. needs to make an Drive appearance in, in Boston when the it. bananas are at Fenway this summer. That's amazing. We're talking to Jake Peavy here uh, on Ben and Woods this morning. Now, we had Jake on. He was our opening day guest. Uh, it was the, the day you went into the uh, Padres Hall of Fame. And 
there were a lot of high hopes that day. A lot of high hopes that day for, for last season. Obviously, it's baseball. It doesn't work out the way you want it to. As you watched the team last year, give us kind of your, your overarching thoughts on, on what went wrong, how they can fix it. Um, you know, Padre fans, I think this offseason, they're looking for a reason to be uh, to feel a little bit of hope again. The glass is a right. little bit it's a little bit half empty at this point. Um, knowing that, that hope springs eternal, hey, man, everybody's got a clean slate on opening day. What are your thoughts on, on what they need to do? Well, I think we need to come together as a bunch and really get a, a common goal within the guys in that clubhouse. I think Schiltze is the absolute right guy. Uh, I was pulling for, for Nevin as well, but the Padres got this decision right. and that is nothing against Nevin at all. Nevin's going to make a great manager somewhere else. But I believe for the time and place, Mike Schilt is the guy to, to lead the charge. Well, what I would tell Padre fans is, look, there's a ton of talk about the Dodgers. They're not going to go anywhere. Um, I, I, I won a World Series in 2014, and we didn't win the division. You don't have to win your division. Look at Arizona. Look at Philadelphia in their postseason runs. You just got to get in. And now it's easier than ever with the spots to get in. So uh, we're not going to go in the season being the favorites. The, the Giants are going to wake up, and they're going to spend some money and be okay. The Arizona Diamondbacks were in the World Series. We got some work to do. We know that. But, look, when some of the expectations around the club are, are, are lightened, as they have been, you, you can uh, you, you kind of you free up. You, you shake it off a little bit. You know, the one trade is, is certainly going to give some opportunity for some other guys to step up. But, um I look forward uh, to Xander bouncing back. I look forward to watching Joe Musgrove and, and, and you out there for 30 starts. Xander bounces back and does what he's supposed to do with Manny and Fernando. And, and if Joe makes 30 starts as well as you, this Padre team is a force to be reckoned with still. You get in the playoffs, make that run. Talking to Jake Peavy. And, uh, Jake, what was your reaction? Some of the deals we've been seeing for pitchers this offseason. <laughs> I mean, $325 million for a guy who hasn't thrown a pitch in the big leagues. You said Yoshinobu Yamamoto. And you did pretty well. I imagine a guy like Randy, who, you know, made $5 pitching to win a Cy Young Award back when he pitched. Looks at the numbers him. now. It's got to kill him. That's got I mean, that's got to hurt a little bit. I mean, even – even guys who didn't have good seasons are still catching in with 10-digit <laughs> ten, ten deals this offseason. Yeah, no, it's, it's wild. Um, I, I love seeing the guys get paid. Uh, I'm, I'm a player at heart, yep. and guys go out there and do what they're supposed to do, and, and, and uh, I want them to get paid accordingly. Um, I, it's, it's wild to, to see some of it. i tell you this. Um, I don't want to talk too much about the, the, the evil empire up north, but – uh, Yamamoto got $300 million, uh, for a reason. I know he hadn't thrown a pitch in the big leagues, but I expect in this kid, this splitter is devastating. Um, when we face him, we'll have to hopefully guess right and hit that fastball. The fastball is gettable. Um, but if he gets ahead of you. Can't throw the splitter every pitch. Yeah, you can't throw it every pitch. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know, uh, the problem is it looks like the fastball. <laughs> you know, uh, he, he, I tell you, this kid's a force to be reckoned with and, and, and we'll have to uh, bow our necks and, and beat him Padres tapping into that agent market with a, a couple of interesting right. relievers as well with the one with the splitter and uh, both sides of the ball coming in and uh, at least bolstering the bullpen so some of the moves that Padres have made this offseason your thoughts yeah no I, I think you know I, I was concerned about the innings that we lost when, when you talk about Waka and, and, and Nick Martinez and, and some of the guys yeah. and, and Hader and there's a lot of innings from guys that that we didn't expect a Lugo yeah that were lost. Monsters. So I, I, I think having to get creative uh, without the, the payroll that we've had the last few years to go sign 
some guys, you lose Snell and the guys I just mentioned, it's a lot of your innings. So where are those going to come from? Some of the signings we will see if, if those work out. I'm certainly excited that uh, that it looks like we've got some replacements for those innings because Michael Waka and, and Lugo, Nick Martinez, they had outstanding years for us. And, and Do you know much about Michael King? Because uh, he threw a pen, I guess, and, and looked, looked pretty nasty. Sinker, I know you're a big fan of the sinker as I, well. I think Michael King will be um, – I think he's going to be a front end of the rotation guy. Awesome. What this guy did down the stretch, uh, I give Brian Cashman and all those guys the credit. That deal doesn't get done on the Yankees side if they don't take King and put him as a starter yeah. in the world, get to see what he does. I think that this guy will be talked about in the same breath as Joe Musgrove at the top of this rotation all season long. I love, I love it. I mean, if he was a free agent, based on just what he did at the end of last season, oh, yeah. he would, he'd he be making huge, huge money this offseason. The Padres getting a real bargain, I think, with Michael King the next couple of years. Before you guys go, because I know you're going out, I said this to Jake uh, off the year, but you're doing a great job on MLB uh, Network, on TV. It was last year, it was kind of your first full season kind of on, on the desk. Just give me your thoughts on, on how that went for you. I mean, I – I'm always jealous because you were a obviously top of the game pitcher, and now you look settle into my craft, television, <laughs> well, radio. Well, look at him too. He's, doing yeah, so he's well. stunningly, know, he's know, stunning to look. He's easy at. to easy to he's look easy at. Easy on the eye. Uh, he sounds stop. good though when he's up there too. Well, I, look, baseball is, is all I know, and I and I, I told you earlier in this interview, I'm a player first, and I understand how hard the game is to play, and, and so I just want to respect the players. I want to give an honest assessment, and so when I'm up there, I I, I want people to understand that. Uh, we've thought through this as you guys prep for the shows. There's some prep work that goes into it. I, I'm learning the craft. I never in a million years thought I would be sitting in the seat I am. I, I'm super grateful for it. I want to grow the game of baseball. We talk about the bananas. I want to have fun. I want people to tune in because we're going to be fun, entertaining, and we love baseball. Awesome. So, so you won't mind me bat flipping you guys today. Not at all. <laughs> all right, cool. Not Sounds at good. all. Get in right. contact first. Showmanship, baby. <laughs> Jake Peavy, uh, Padres Cy Young Award winner, one of the fantasy camp coaches here. Guys, uh, you, you got to yeah, get jam it. Thank okay. you, Benny. We All love right, you. So I'm going to take over here. Uh, we'll certainly, if anyone stops by, we will uh, talk to anyone that sits by the table here the next couple of hours. But do want to get into some of the other uh, San Diego sports stories, including uh, the Aztecs lost to New Mexico on Saturday. Uh, the dropping out of the rankings yet again out of the top 25 with just one loss. And we're giving away some tickets to the Aztecs-Nevada game tomorrow night at Viejas Arena. Very important game for San Diego State to bounce back. We'll get to all of that coming up. Check the traffic. Be back with more from Peoria, Arizona. Then it was on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Mother hen, just to make sure everything goes well. Go out, enjoy yourself. Go, go have, get a win for once. Okay, come on. I don't want to. I don't want to hear talk about another loss tomorrow uh, at fantasy camp. Uh, we're going to continue on until ten o'clock this morning here on ninety-seven-three. The fan, Ben Higgins, in Peoria, Arizona. Frank Marchese back in our Odyssey studios in San Diego. Italian Paul, good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning, Ben. Excellent to see you. Bright, uh, bushy tail. Thank you for getting up early all this week. So I could come out here uh, for the first time, and uh, we'll talk a little bit more about just my kind of first impressions here of Fantasy Camp. Now, obviously, I'm not, I'm not playing, but these guys are so happy being here. I mean, the smiles on the faces of all these campers, just they're absolutely delighted uh, to be here. And if it's something you ever thought about, we'll talk about uh, some of the details this week. Uh, I don't think it's for me. I'm I'm not ready to go out and field ground balls and take, you know, fastballs to the chin to try to get out of the way. I think uh, my playing days are long behind me, but it is fun to be out here this week and see what's going on. Um, we got some giveaways still on the program today, as I said earlier. Not doing take on Woods, but we'll give you an opportunity to qualify for a trip to Las Vegas coming up in our next hour. Got some Padres 1984 trivia games uh, this week uh, since we're honoring the 40th anniversary of the 1984 team. We'll get to that. And in just a couple of minutes later this segment, we're going to give away a pair of tickets to the Aztecs-Nevada game tomorrow night at Viejas Arena. I wanted to jump in right there to San Diego State. Uh, if you watched on Saturday, nationally televised beatdown by the New Mexico Lobos at the pit, 88-70. to 70. Uh, The Aztecs I'm not going to just blame it all on the officials. I know that's what you're thinking Ben's going to do because I did complain on Twitter, and some people agreed with me. Some people said, hey, sour grapes. It's possible for both a team to get hosed by the officials and also get outplayed, and and I thought both went on in that game at New Mexico. It is very hard, though, when you're not able to play the kind of game that you want to to go on the road, especially in a tough conference like the Mountain West, against a good team like New Mexico, and, and really have a chance to pull off a win. And you looked at some of the numbers from that game on Saturday. And, and again, officiating, you know, it, go, it can go both ways. I'm sure New Mexico fans had some complaints about some of the calls. Jaden Ledee, though, has established himself as one of the premier college basketball players at drawing fouls and getting to the line. He's done it every single game. And watching that game, I did not notice Jaden Ledee like not playing his game, not going to the basket. He was going to the basket. He was getting hammered, and they just weren't calling fouls. He went to the free throw line three times the entire game. This is a guy who has drawn up to 15 fouls in a game that has shot 10 to 20 free throws almost every single game. It's a it's a major part of what San Diego State is doing offensively. So you just take that away from them. You know, the Aztecs just didn't have any other answers for, for what to do. And then when the Lobos uh, went on the 17-0 run late in the first half to erase 
the early 12-point Aztec lead. And then they got they caught fire in the second half with the home crowd pulling them on. Uh, San Diego State lost their composure a little bit as things uh, went out of control. And New Mexico certainly outplayed the Aztecs in the second half of that game. But are you telling me, first of all, that Jaden Ledee only had three free throw attempts the whole game? He didn't get fouled any other times going to the basket? That That's pretty ridiculous. The other, the other stat that was mind-blowing, New Mexico blocked a program record 14 shots against the Aztecs. The Aztecs were not a team that had a lot of shots blocked going into that game. New Mexico was not a team that blocked a ton of shots going into that game. So that number is incredibly out of character. Did they really block all those shots, or did they get you know, some fouls, some arm, and it just wasn't being called by the officials? The evidence points to San Diego State get it, getting hosed by the referees in that game again i'm not trying to take anything away from the lobos they're a good team and they played very well and they deserve to win that game but officials need to be better they need to you know they need to see what's going on out there and i thought the aztecs uh, certainly came up on the short end of most of those calls so now san diego state has to bounce back as they uh, host nevada tomorrow night and the Wolfpack coming into that game, Steve Alford coming in with a 15-2 and record. They're looking for a signature win. They're one of those teams that is a, uh, even with their record, kind of a bubble NCAA team. And every team on the bubble in the Mountain West knows that a win at San Diego State is one that can push them over the top into the NCAA tournament come Selection Sunday if they don't win the Mountain West tournament. So they're going to be coming in with some inspiration, looking for one of those big wins. San Diego State going to have to try to defend Viejas Arena and that home floor. I guess you could say the good news is that San Diego State is not ranked in the top 25 anymore. They are undefeated this season. When they are not in the top 25, they have lost uh, three times as a member of the top 25 in the Associated Press I was pretty surprised, and I know I shouldn't, I shouldn't be shocked anymore that San Diego State gets penalized more for losses than other teams. But they went from 19 all the way to 27, uh, just outside the others receiving votes in the AP poll. And the reason why I was a little shocked was the loss was not a bad one by any stretch of the imagination at New Mexico. And the fact that 15 of the top 25 lost uh, – just made me feel like you can't really punish teams too much. Everyone's dropping a little bit, which means no one should really drop that much. Unfortunately, San Diego State dropped more than, I think, any other team that lost last week, which makes no sense to me, but it is what it is. The Aztecs are still not going to get the entire national recognition that even a trip to the Final Four in the national championship game probably uh, should have earned them going into this season, and they'll have to fight their way back into the top 25 hopefully it doesn't take five weeks like it did the last time they had to go on a five-week winning streak just to jump back into the top 25 uh if they can beat nevada this week and then they have uh saturday boise state another tough road game against one of the teams that i believe is off to an undefeated start in the mountain west at the top of the standings in first place they could definitely uh jump right back to the top of the conference standings and uh, into position. Utah State is the only Mountain West team still in the top 25. Uh, they are on a long winning streak right now. So you've got yeah, good teams at the top in this conference, uh, not just the Aztecs, not just Colorado State, who is uh, 26th, just outside the top 25, but Utah State, Boise State, uh, Nevada, uh, they're all potential NCAA tournament teams. And New Mexico, of course, now uh, has made their 
made their presence felt and jumping into that conversation as a potential uh, team that could get there in March. And I, I saw some of the computer projections now. Uh, they had the Mountain West with four teams. Now they're looking more like a five-team conference with even the possibility, depending on how things break, if, you know, if there's a surprise in the conference tournament, could even be a six-team conference in the NCAA tournament uh, come March. So you're playing for seeding. You're playing for positioning. Aztecs still look pretty good in most of the computer metrics. Uh, so that, that loss did not hurt them too badly, I think, in my mind. At New Mexico, you just don't want to compound it with another one. And something that Brian Dutcher and Steve Fisher before him have done really, really well, not letting losses turn into losing streaks, bouncing back the next game, especially when it's at home. So uh, we'll see what happens tomorrow night. If you're interested in going to that game, we've got a pair of tickets to give away. Uh, 833-288-0973. Be the sixth caller. Right now, Frank back in the studio will take your call. 833 833- 2873 give away a pair of tickets to tomorrow night's game against uh, Nevada at Viejas Arena. Another win for uh, UCSD over the weekend over Cal Poly. They're now 5 and 0. Tritons in the Big West, probably the second best team now in Division 1 college basketball in San Diego. They can't make the NCAA tournament even if they do win the Big West though. They're still in that last year of transition where they're ineligible for the NCAAs. Next year will be their first chance. Uh, hopefully with a good team to make the NCAA tournament for the first time. Uh, struggles, though, at USD. Uh, the Toreros still winless after falling to Pepperdine. Steve Lavin in his second season. Still uh, trying to find some traction there uh, with USD and the Toreros, who had a, a better non-conference schedule this year but uh, have not gotten it done so far in West Coast Conference play. All right, that's enough for college basketball. I want to get back to some Padres talk. A little bit more on the signing of Leodales de Vries yesterday and some of the well, quiet moves that went on this weekend in Major League Baseball. We'll get to that coming up. We're live from Padres Fantasy Camp in Peoria, Arizona. Don't go anywhere. Benna Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Congratulations to Matt in Temecula, who won the Aztecs basketball tickets for tomorrow night's game against uh, Nevada. Talking a little college basketball in our last segment. Did want to bring up college football as well. Uh, News over the weekend, of course, the Alabama Crimson Tide moving quickly to replace Nick Saban after his retirement, uh, stealing Kalen DeBoer, the Washington head coach, uh, fresh off his national championship runner-up season uh, to hire him as the new coach at Alabama, which, I mean, I I guess that's about the hottest name you're going to find out there if you're Alabama. I am just stunned the fact that two years ago, Kalen DeBoer was coaching an up-and-coming Fresno State program and then gets the Washington job. Two years later, does a good job there, and all of a sudden is now the head coach at Alabama. Talk about a meteoric rise as a college football coach. Is he ready to take this step? I have no idea. I, you know, it seems like he's an incredibly bright mind in college football, and if Alabama gets this right, uh, he certainly has the resources to be successful, the uh, you know, unmatched resources of Alabama to, to be there for a long time. But he's also stepping into the biggest shoes you have to step into in college football, and certainly some people who think that the guy, any guy who has to – Follow in the footsteps of Nick Saban is is set up for failure. We'll see uh, how Kalen DeBoer does, but uh, it kind of reminds you that Brady Hoke took a similar path, went from Ball State to San Diego State, just two years, and then was the head coach at Michigan. Now, Michigan wasn't the Michigan of now winning national championships. They were certainly in a down period for the program, and uh, we know that Brady Hoke didn't work out so well as the head coach at Michigan uh, when he went there, but doesn't take much. Two two good years, and all of a sudden uh, you're coaching in a big-time SEC program or Big Ten program, and uh, Kalen DeBoer going to uh, Alabama Crimson Tide. Of course, Washington moved very quickly, uh, hiring Arizona's Jed Fish. Uh, in my mind, maybe the coach of the year in college football. No one expected the Wildcats to do anything, and they ended up uh, having a really good season. I mean, much better than you know Prime did at Pac-12. Uh, so Jed Fish gets the job in Washington, taking a bunch of his assistants with him. Other coaches parlaying that Alabama vacancy into contract extensions, including Steve Sarkeesian at Texas, uh, who gets an extension through the year 2030. So uh, some college football news over the weekend. Also, uh, word that J.J. McCarthy and Blake Corum from Michigan, as expected, declaring for the NFL draft, as did Caleb Williams. Uh, that was certainly a foregone conclusion, but he made it official over the weekend as well. Last year's uh, Heisman Trophy winner, oh, two years ago now, Heisman Trophy winner coming out for the draft will certainly be under consideration uh, for the number one overall pick, depending on what uh, the Chicago Bears end up doing with that, trading it, keeping it. Are they going to go with Justin Fields? Uh, I'd say we'll talk some more draft coming up, but, you know, Woods and I won't talk a ton of gra- draft coming up. Uh, I want to get Frankie's thoughts, though, on Padres Fantasy Camp and our time here this week. We'll get to that right after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan.
Everybody knows Tony Kornheiser, but to get him unfiltered, check out the Tony Kornheiser Show podcast, the iconic voice of PTI, a roller coaster of wit and wisdom. It's smart, it's funny, and it's his unique perspective on the sports world. Unleash your curiosity and join the conversation. Follow the Tony Kornheiser Show today on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. All right, Ben Higgins, Ben Woods back with you live from Padres Fantasy Camp in Peoria. We got Frank Marchese back in our Odyssey studios. And Frank, be honest. Brutally honest. How indulgent does it seem for Pauly and Woods to be out there at, at their age playing baseball with like real uniforms in this amazing facility at fantasy camp here? It's only ridiculous because I'm not there. If I were there playing <laughs> with them, it'd be a lot. I I wouldn't see it as being too bad, honestly. I, I it's it's really incredible, um, especially. So this is my first time here at Fantasy Camp. I've been to the Peoria Sports Complex, obviously, many times, but we're broadcasting from kind of the area right outside the Padres clubhouse. They don't let us in here during spring training. You know, they've got the training room is right to my right. Padres clubhouse is just in front of me. The video room is right here behind me. Uh, And it is really incredible what you see they put together to try to put a successful baseball team on the field. Now, to have all the fantasy campers, they just look out of place. You know, when a real player walks by like a Jackson Merrill, you can go, okay, that guy looks like he belongs in this building. And then Woods and Paul and the other fantasy campers wearing their City Connect or their camo uniforms walk in and you go i don't think you really belong in this building yeah i i would definitely fit in that as well of wow you really <laughs> don't belong here do you who did you who did you swindle to get past security to get in here that would definitely be me as well and i don't want to seem ungrateful because i have been offered the opportunity to go out there and play with them and i, I just i feel like i have enough self-awareness to know that that's not something i'm capable of at age 48, you know, my baseball days are so far beyond uh, that to try to go back out. I'm going to hurt myself. I'm going to embarrass myself. I don't think I would have that much fun. But, man, they, the, the people who are here, the people who want to be here are having the time of their life. And they're absolutely having the time of their life. And it's not it's not cheap. Um, you know, I, I don't know the total cost for campers right now. I think it's. Uh, fifty five hundred to six thousand dollars something for the week but they, they're putting on a waiting list now they started with like 18 campers the first year they're up to over 70 this year it just seems to be getting bigger and bigger they got more alums and coaches who are here as counselors and that i mean that's got to be the maybe the main draw is, is getting to meet people like jake pv and terry kennedy and dave trevecki and um heath bell and, and all the the guys that did it before and are now coming and sharing some of their wisdom. I don't know. What do you do with the wisdom that they have gleaned? I mean, most people, I mean, at least we can talk about some of the stories on the air. Most people are going to go back to their day jobs and go, that was incredible. I don't know what I learned that I'm going to use in the office next week when I'm back at work, but uh, it certainly was a good experience of a lifetime to be out here at Fantasy Camp. You can give it to your kid and hopefully they use it and take it a lot farther than you did. Um, But for me... I've always said that if there was one part of my life that I could do over, it was my time in Little League. And not because I feel like I did anything wrong, but just because it was so much fun that I wish I could do it again. And when I played company, when I had a chance to play uh, company softball, say about seven, eight years ago, 
it was the closest thing I've ever gotten to that again, and I enjoyed it so, so much. If if I were ever fortunate enough to be able to have the money to do Fantasy Camp, I would. I could not imagine the feeling. You would have to drag me out of there, most likely, <laughs> than than me just willingly leaving. You know, I um, I have some regrets too about uh, my time because I actually was a fairly skilled baseball player. I was a pitcher. I could hit. I mean, I could do all the the motions, but I'm not. I was never overly competitive, and I'm still the same way today probably. It's probably too nice to be out there, and if I do have one regret, it's I never totally, like, let myself give it my all, like, just totally dove into baseball. It was more, hey, I'm just going to go out and have fun and go out and see if I can make some contact here, and, hey, it's great if I strike someone out, but if I don't, I I just never let myself totally commit to being a baseball player and uh, maybe I just wasn't ready for it at that point, but if I do have some regrets, and, and you know, now people here getting to getting to get that second chance now at a baseball dream that maybe they didn't get to live when they were younger. We would have been best friends because I was a catcher growing up, and I absolutely oh, loved it. Uh, my whole family was catchers, so I fit right in with that. And I just saw something pop up into the chat from uh, Jocelyn. No, I am not on the Tier 1 baseball team. The tryouts were actually the morning of my birthday, so fresh invite from you guys about possibly joining the team. It was a lot of fun. Thank you so Wait, much. Wait, you're a New Year's Eve birthday boy? Yes, Frank, I am. I didn't know that. Yes, Happy I am. Happy belated birthday to Thank you. Thank you very much. That's going to be an interesting birthday because everyone's partying on your birthday, and but everyone... no one's really partying for you. <laughs> well, there's that, and also, <laughs> uh, when was the last time anyone counted down to when your birthday was over? Oh, that's a good point. The end of your birthday, now, December, January 1st would be an interesting birthday, too, as everyone's counting down to your birthday on January 1st. But, hey, everyone's up late, and you can drink, and you can have the day off after your birthday every single year. You don't have to worry about uh, going out too hard on your birthday. It's not a a bad birthday. Although any birthday around Christmas time is not the best because, of course, you just got presents, so people are going to either forget or they're going to hey, I just – Hey, this is both a Christmas and a birthday present for you, Frank, because I know your birthday's next week. How many times did that happen? No, in your my life? my parents were very, very strict about that. It was there is Christmas and then there is birthday. It's two different days. You don't lump them into one. It's totally erased. All right. Well, <laughs> speaking of um, spring training and fantasy camp here in Peoria, we'll be uh, back here next month and uh, seeing some of the younger players, including the Padres' newest international signing announced yesterday, Leodales DeVries, uh, 6'2", shortstop, 17 years old. I mean, you certainly still expect him to, to grow even more into that frame. I think he was listed at a, 175 pounds, but they start getting him into these facilities with the kind of training rooms, the workouts uh, that Major League Baseball players have access to. And uh, you know that he's going to put on some some more muscle on that frame. He projects right now as they're thinking like a 20 to 25 home run guy, switch hitter from both sides of the plate, very instinctual, good hands on defense, uh, just seems to have a good understanding of the game of baseball. Uh, there's a reason why Baseball America and, and some of the other rankings uh, publications have him as their number one 
uh, international prospect of the year. He kind of puts it all together at the age of 17, and I'll be excited to see him out here at uh, the backfields probably in Peoria. I, I think they'll probably start him at a Dominican facility, but my expectation would be uh, we'll see him out here at some point during spring training. Maybe not like Ethan Salas jumping right into a Cactus League game uh, like he did last year, but but certainly on the backfields and uh, facing some of the other minor leaguers at the age of 17 here next month. Yeah, and for for the Padres, another top signing. I believe this was the night out of the international signing pool. So to get him is absolutely fantastic. And a, for another shortstop, we've we've seen how the Padres have, have compiled shortstop after shortstop. But he's he's young yet, still has time to learn other positions and do what he can. I if I'm seeing a guy come in at 175 though. I'm not thinking 20, 25 home run guy. I'm hoping, does he have speed? I would like a base dealer. I'd like a leadoff hitter from a guy like that. Well, I, I've heard he's got speed as well. I think uh, power, if if you can add power without losing much speed, though, that's that's you going to be True. the goal uh, for the trainers here for sure. I mean, the game is now a powerful game. I was looking back, and we're going to play – a little 1984 Padres uh, trivia over under in our next hour to try to qualify a listener for Vegas. But as I was looking at the stats from the 1984 team, it's such a different game today. You look at the home run numbers. The Padres as a team, I think they had 109 home runs. That's it. It's an entire National League West, National League pennant winning team hit just over 100 home runs. That would be pretty much the bottom of the barrel in major league baseball nowadays by a wide margin and that was a really good team in 1984 power is so much more part of the game and that'll be an area that they certainly focus on uh we will talk to chris kemp the Padres vice president of amateur and international scouting uh he announced the uh, the move for devries yesterday and get some of his thoughts on uh, the newest member of the Padres, some of their other international signings uh, the scouting that goes on in asia as well obviously played a big part in two of the Padres free agent signings uh this offseason out of the bullpen in matsui and go uh so we'll talk to chris kemp coming up at uh, the bottom of the hour in our 9 o'clock hour at 9.35 this morning uh, here on Bennett Woods. Uh, this weekend, uh, we mentioned a little bit earlier, not a ton of moves still. Uh, as we get closer to spring training, I, I keep expecting activity on the hot stove league to to heat up again. You kind of had that one wave of signings when Otani and then Yamamoto and uh, a few of the other players signed, and then it's been really quiet since the holidays. Has not really ramped up. Now we're midway through January and uh, moves are basically at a trickle right now. You had the San Francisco Giants agreeing with right-hander Jordan Hicks on a four-year, $44 million contract. Um, the reliever expected to be converted into a full-time starter, which is a, an, an orthodox move by the Giants, to say the least. Guy who can throw 104, but certainly can't throw 104 for six or seven innings as a starter. So they're going to have to do a, a quite a bit of work. Uh, he's going to have to throw more strikes if they expect him to be a, a consistent member of their starting rotation. But they don't do this without a plan. I mean, you don't give out $44 million and decide to make a guy a starter on a whim. So got to assume the Giants kind of know what they're going to be doing uh, with Jordan Hicks. Uh, what is stunning, though, and Frank, you mentioned this. So what was the report that you saw about – Scott Boris and, and Blake Snell in the market for him? It was uh, something from Bill Madden, I believe, for the Daily News in New York, saying that Boris has put a nine-year, $275 million price tag 
on Blake Snell. And after hearing that, the Giants and Yankees said, yeah, no, we'll we'll go for these guys instead, which honestly, to pay $275 million for a guy who's going to give you all but the first month and a half to two months of the season, that's a high asking price. I'm sorry. It's um, it's surprisingly out of league with what we've kind of heard as the market so far. I think when the Yankees signed Marcus Stroman, there were some reports that they had offered Blake Snell five years, $150 million, so $30 million per year. That's somewhat in line with what they're looking for, but they weren't even willing to go to a sixth year. And that's the New York Yankees. And now, you know, Scott Boris is looking for nine years when – he can't even get six out of the Bronx Bombers. The Giants, who a lot of people thought would be maybe the ideal West Coast landing spot for Blake Snell, have, have gone out now and signed Jordan Hicks. Doesn't completely take them out of the running, but uh, looks like they were kind of pivoting somewhere else when they heard the price tag. Has Scott Boris finally found the ceiling of what his players are worth? It always just seems to be more and more and more and higher and higher. And some of the numbers this offseason have have made you feel like there's just no limit to what teams are going to spend, especially on pitching. But uh, perhaps we're finally hitting that upper limit of what the market will bear. And and Blake Snell's going to have to be more realistic as to what he's going to get. Because I don't know which teams are still out there that are willing to spend 200 plus million dollars on another pitcher right now. And I think Yamamoto is the one that really has conflated this because you're talking about a guy who just got, was it $325 million over 10 years? So if if he brought that price up high, boy, how much could you possibly want for the reigning National League Cy Young Award winner? And two teams apparently have at least been rumored to have had conversations with him, and that's Boston and the Mets, who are probably two of the worst teams a laid-back guy like Blake Snell could possibly find himself at. Blake Snell is like the uh, the Aztecs of two-time Cy Young Award winners. Doesn't isn't quite getting the level of respect that perhaps he thought he was going to get here on the open market. And, and honestly, teams might be undervaluing him. What he did last year with the Padres was incredibly valuable, even if he doesn't pitch into the seventh inning very often. Uh, we'll see what the market looks like. All right, we got one hour to go. Come back. I want to go through some of the NFL games over the weekend. We're going to play some Padres 1984 trivia for a chance to qualify for Vegas. All coming up next year on 97.3 The Fan. Be right back. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 